In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. While working as a double agent in Nazi Germany, Lutheran pastor and theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote the following words. Only the crucified human being is at peace with God. Only the crucified human being is at peace with God. Bonhoeffer knew this truth because he lived it. He denied himself a life of safety and comfort and instead took up the cross of resistance and justice to fight against the oppressive forces of his day. Born in 1906, Bonhoeffer took to the study of theology around the age of 18 at the University of Berlin and began to share his theology, his understanding of who God is, with others through word and through deed. He even went so far as to voice his misgivings about Hitler on the public radio and actively pushed the church to stand in solidarity with the Jewish people. But given Bonhoeffer's aversion and ultimate opposition to the Nazi program, he thought it wise to flee to America out of fear that he would be drafted into Hitler's army against his will. He did not remain here long, however, and instead cho chose to take up his cross and follow Christ to the center of the world's pain in Germany. In a letter written to friend and theologian Reinhold Niebuhr, Bonhoeffer wrote, I must live through this difficult period of our national history with the Christian people in Germany. So upon his re-entry to Germany, he joined a counterintelligence agency where he passed along crucial information to allied forces, took parts in efforts to smuggle Jews out of Germany, and is even reported to have been part of an unsuccessful assassination attempt on Hitler. He was ultimately arrested on April 5, 1943, and then after almost two years in prison and right before the end of World War II, he was executed at Flossenburg extermination camp. While his involvement in the assassination attempt is a murky matter and was very murky to him even, Bonhoeffer most certainly knew and lived Jesus' invitation to follow him by denying oneself and taking up one's cross. He knew that in order to find his true life nestled and anchored in God, he had to first let go of it. He had to first lose it. He knew what it means to be a crucified human being. And in his example, we can get a glimpse of what it might mean for us to live this same invitation today. Now, this gospel is not always the easiest for us to encounter because we see a side of Jesus that might make us a little bit uncomfortable. Only last week, we heard Jesus giving Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven because he was the first to proclaim Jesus as Messiah. But here, only five verses later, 
Jesus rebukes that same Peter for pulling him aside and, in, and denying him the reality of the tragedy that was to come. He rebukes him for wanting and holding on to a worldly, a human notion of a warrior messiah, a messiah that would conquer and save his people through military might and force rather than through sacrifice and love. But in this uncomfortable encounter, we, alongside Peter, learn who Jesus, who the Messiah, who God really is. And as a result, we learn who we are called to be. Rather than being the Messiah that we want, the Messiah who confirms our own personal opinions, who puts down our own enemies, and maintains our own version of the status quo, we learn today that Jesus is the Messiah that we all need, the Messiah that the whole entire world needs, the Messiah who invites us with his very life and death to die to selfishness, pride, arrogance, and certainty, and to live a crucified life a life where we, as theologian Debbie Thomas writes, take up our cross as Jesus did and stand in the center of the world's pain. A life where we identify ourselves with those who are aching and weeping and screaming and dying. A life where we insist that our own comfort isn't worth it unless the least and the lost can share in it too. A life where our comfort isn't worth it unless the least and the lost can share in it too. Jesus knew this. He lived for it and he died for it. And so did Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Instead of living what Thomas calls the spectator version of Christianity, Bonhoeffer took the hard and difficult road of discipleship and journeyed into danger. He took up his cross, sacrificed his safety and well-being, and returned to Nazi Germany in order to identify himself with and come alongside those who were suffering the most. He didn't have to do what he did but he chose to do it. And in his life, we see an example of what it means to deny our own worldly human desires in order to take up our cross and follow Christ to the crucifixion, to that place where there is death and there is suffering, but where there is also life eternal. We are called, like Peter and like Bonhoeffer, to abandon, to deny our own preconceived notions of who we think God should be or who we would like God to be, and instead see a God who calls us to die to self, to die to the human ways of the world, the ways of revenge and productivity and judgment and exclusion, so that we can live to the ways of God, the way where love is genuine where we turn away from what is evil in order to hold fast to what is good, the way where we can love one another with mutual affection. 
At times, we too are called, just as Bonhoeffer was, to deny our own comfort and our own safety in order to journey to those places of pain in our world, those places where there is division and oppression and injustice, by doing things like reading a book we would not normally read or having a conversation with and listening to someone we would not normally find ourselves associating with or forging relationships with those whose lives and experiences look very different from our own. We are called to die to any identity that is not rooted in God and instead identify ourselves with the aching, with the weeping, with the screaming and the dying so that we can disrupt the worldly status quo and instead create a point, a locus of God's love and redemption here on earth by rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep. That is, we are called to take part in efforts and movements which lift up the voices and experiences of all people, especially those who have been marginalized or silenced, so that all can feel that they are welcomed and belong and are affirmed in this place, in this piece of God's kingdom that we are creating together. We are called to live a crucified life a life where we deny our own comfort, our own safety, and come alongside those who are aching so that we can live in harmony with our neighbors and with God, convinced that our own comfort isn't worth it unless the least and the lost can share in it too. We are called to live a crucified life a life where we deny ourselves the human things of this world and instead set our hearts and our minds on the divine truth that it is only in dying to hatred and selfishness and vengeance and exclusion, it is only in dying to ourselves that we are able to find our lives nestled in the very heart of God. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for Jesus' sake will find it. Amen. <laughs>